This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. The X-Zone Radio and TV show is largely an opinion talk show. All opinions, comments, or statements of fact expressed by Rob McConnell's guests are strictly their own and are not to be construed as those of the X-Zone Radio and TV show or in any manner endorsed by Rob McConnell, Relmar McConnell Media Company, Talkstar Radio Network, its affiliated stations, or employees. Welcome to the X-Zone, a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality. Now, here's your host, Rob McConnell. Hi, everyone. This is the X-Zone. My name is Rob McConnell. We're coming to you from our studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Worldwide toll-free, 1-800-610-7035. My email address is xzone at xzoneradiotv.com. On MSN Messenger, xzoneradiotv at hotmail.com. And our website, www.xzoneradiotv.com. Is the end of the world as we know it? really such a bad thing? Well, this is what we're going to be talking about this hour with our guest. Um, his name is Dr. Kumar Sharma, and uh, his website is www.ageofanada.net. That's ageofanada.net. And uh, he's also the author of The Age of Anada. Now, t- first of all, tell me uh, something, doctor. Um, first of all, welcome to the Exxon. And is the end of the world as we know it really such a bad thing? Uh, thank you, uh, Rob. Uh, glad to be on your show. Delighted. And uh, the short answer is no. I think it can be the greatest thing that uh, can ever happen to us. No, no. Why the you... end of the world as we know it? Well, the end of the world uh, isn't there a lot of misinterpretation when it comes to the prophecies, the uh, the Mayan calendar, and such that. Really, the Mayans, for one thing, have never said the world was going to end on December the 21st, 2012. And it seems that a lot of people are looking at the end of the world as a simple way out. Yes. Uh, I think there are different uh, prophecies or predictions with regard to the year 2012 and the winter solstice, December 21st. the way I have understood it and explained it in the age of Ananda is that it signifies the beginning of a turn in our evolutionary spirit and the speed of evolution mm-hmm. kicks up. Uh, 
and we get into what i have called the age of solar consciousness we shall go beyond our earth centric uh, material selfish uh, uh, level of being that we are in today mm-hmm. to have a unity of being as a planetary uh, civilization and then beyond that looking at the sun not only as a physical object but as a spiritual being and this is a realization that people are reporting from around the world out of the blue uh, the solar consciousness so i think uh, the beginning of that era of solar consciousness our communion with the sun not only as a, a physical object in the sky but as the mediator of our evolution uh, is what uh, we have in store for us so it's a beautiful mm-hmm. beginning to uh, get to a higher level of being bliss and joy to evolve in this direction of solar consciousness that is the age we are getting into what? so that's a wonderful thing to look forward to what is the fascination with the end of the world prophecies with people well i think it has to do with uh, a view of the world in linear time which means there is a beginning and an end mm-hmm. and so then you have to figure out okay what is going to happen at the end who's going to come and what kind of war or terror or pestilence or earthquakes will finish off the whole shebang and you can look at any number of sci-fi movies or any others and all kinds of imaginations play into having that kind of uh, apocalyptic or dystopian uh, end of the world uh, run but uh, that is to miss uh, more nuanced view of the universe as Uh, engaged in cycles of being and becoming and evolving and dissolving so if we have that kind of a cyclical nature of time as opposed to a linear nature then there is no real end to anything there is only an end of a time or a phase or a yuga as we call it and uh, the beginning of another so we are really at that kind of a transition between ages right now so we don't have to think of it as an end i mean not the end of the world as we know it completely in terms of the physical world uh, but in terms of the way of thinking about the world and how we live in the world so a mental transformation from uh, driven to our physical needs and uh, taking care of only ourselves to a more broader perspective of the world and the beings around us as a collective consciousness evolving together so i think that is how one should understand this uh uh age uh, we are in a most uh, uh glorious time all right doctor where, uh, doctor stand by you and i have to take our first commercial break we'll be back in 2 minutes exo nation my name is rob mcconnell and i'll be back in 2 minutes as we continue from our studios here in hamilton ontario This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. Did you know that when you're on the road with limited data or Wi-Fi, you can still listen to the X-Zone Radio Show with Rob McConnell, The Science of Magic with Gwilda Wiecka, X-1, 
Dimension X, Space Patrol, and every minute of the Exxon Broadcast Network by calling 213-401-0080, courtesy of Audio Now. No smartphone, app, or internet needed. It saves your data plan, and it's free if you have unlimited minutes. Call 213-401-0080 to listen on any phone, anytime, anywhere. Remember 213-401-0080 for the best of the paranormal, parapsychology, and sci-fi radio programming anywhere, 24-7-365. to this hour, is the end of the world as we know it really such a bad thing? First of all, Doctor, how do we know that all the hype about the world coming to an end, metaphysically, spiritually, or physically, at this time in our Earth's um, existence, is really true and it's not, and it's just not made up? Yeah. Well, I guess we'll have to live through the day to see what happens. Uh, do meteors come, or comets, and do we all evaporate, or uh, do we wake up and say, hey, what happened, or nothing happened, and all the uh, prophets are uh, proved wrong again. Uh, I think uh, that kind of a dramatic uh, revelation of uh, an end game uh, playing out or not, I think I'm not getting into that, because uh, what, uh, what really I think we need to focus on is, mm-hmm. what does it mean if we take it that we are, uh, beings of uh, light and energy and love, etc., of a divine nature embodied in this life, and that our being on this planet Earth and in the solar system and uh, so on is not accidental, but part of some evolutionary script being playing out. But that, so- that sounds like a lot of New Age mumbo-jumbo, Doctor. It doesn't sound like anything that's based in science. Well, I would suggest that science has nothing to do with this knowledge. It is not its domain to pass judgment on this because science can only focus on the externals. And we are talking about spiritual knowledge here, and science has no business to uh, pass value judgments on a domain it has no clue about. But how do we know spirituality is real, it exists, and not just made up by a bunch of shepherds sitting in a field somewhere way back when? Well, I'll tell you how. Very simple, Rob. If one were to meditate sincerely for a little bit of time till uh, practice takes root with regard to looking into the inner nature of who we are. Mm -hmm. That is what it all comes down to, self-knowledge. 
that is where it all begins so one doesn't have to go looking to a shepherd in the mountains or look to an ancient scripture that somebody said something about in some uh, mambo jumbo language mm-hmm. no sit down today and know who you are as a pure being of consciousness and then everything else falls in place and you will not have to worry about what science says because science has not made its business to know what is within ourselves so why should science know anything so what happens comes december the 22nd 2012 and december the 23rd september uh, december the 24th going into the year 2013 2014 and there's been nothing that's happened what does this do to all the new age genre that's been popping up and talking about the end of the world, talking about spirituality, talking about the changes that are coming. Isn't isn't this going to be a black eye for, for new age spiritualism? Uh, well, that uh, remains to be seen. We still have about seven, eight months for whatever is building no, up. No, no, play I'm, out, I'm so just asking you. No, no, I'm, not, I'm, I'm asking you. Yeah. Not, not to sidestep my question. I, I'm asking you, what happens? If nothing happens. Okay. Well, I'm saying that nothing dramatic of the kind that people expect will happen will happen. Whatever will happen will be internal changes in some people who decide to tune into this uh, phenomenon. See, this is what it is. Uh, we are beings of uh, electricity, neurons are firing. There are biochemical processes which are electrical in nature. And we are aligned with the energy of the earth also in a physical sense through these fields of energy and so on, and similarly with the sun. So there is an alignment happening around that time frame where the earth, the sun, and the center of the Milky Way are are in the same line of sight, if you Mm -hmm. want to look at it in terms of an astronomical projection. The galactic alignment. So So you're you're talking about the galactic alignment. That's correct, yes. So now, uh, purely in terms of uh, the astronomy or the astrophysics, we'll say a big deal, okay, so what? But if one believes that there is a divinity and a spiritual component even to material objects, and the more material they are, the more there is a form of consciousness embodied in them, and the sun is such one uh, is one such brilliant orb in the sky, which is not only a fireball of fusion and energy. It is also equally a body of consciousness. And the sun not only influences and shapes our life, and without the sun we would be dead tomorrow, but it also mediates our evolution through subtle energies that come in from there, uh, energies and other forces. And if we know how to tune into these frequencies, you uh, you will take off into higher orbits of consciousness and evolution. And if you don't, you don't. And even if those who do prepare and align and are ready for the takeoff happening then because of the uh, physical alignment as well, and if you're spiritually tuned, everything gets uh, kick-started. So those will undergo changes. Uh, They will be transformed in terms of speeding up their evolution in the direction that I talk about in the age of Ananda, which is we as human beings are now getting into a stage of conscious evolution. And uh, the solar uh, activity this year, uh, your show is called the X Zone. Mm -hmm. Uh, Do you know that X plus solar flares are the most powerful flares and a bunch of them have already come and a whole uh, wave of them are expected in the next year as the sun reaches the top of its uh, sunspot cycle. So uh, these are not random phenomena to be just looked at in terms of will it disrupt the power supply or my GPS. 
the sun is throwing at us all kinds of things and uh, for those who know how to tune into those frequencies and you would be surprised uh, there is uh, any number of groups uh, you can find on the website and in real life who are organized around the solar convergence and solar alignment and so uh, to say that uh, nobody is doing it or uh, uh, everybody is expecting uh, apocalyptic end games is not true. Many people are saying uh, we will uh, take uh, advantage of the alignment and the forces at that time. It's like we are in a magnetic field and if you know how to align yourself with the field, you flow with the field instead of fighting it. So you evolve with the uh, evolutionary flow uh, with the planet aligned with the sun and the galaxy. So we have to understand that we are not just blobs of uh, matter that lives one brief life and dies. We are all uh, beings of light that evolve from life to life and uh, from plane to plane. So that is what is really happening with the solar uh, extra activity and the bounties that are being showered on us. Every day in the newspaper there is something new about uh, solar activity sure. and all kinds of uh, aurora borealis breaking out in unexpected places. The sun is saying, pay attention guys, I'm here and I'm not just giving you energy and we need to use the sun's uh, physical energy to solve our energy problems, but that's one side. On the other side, the spiritual uh, vibrations that are being uh, uh, just uh, showered on us. If we knew how to breathe it in, uh, we are riding uh, sunbeams uh, into the next level of evolution. What happens if nothing happens? Let, let me get back to no. this again. Yeah, yeah. This will happen to some people. Is, uh, is, is this going to be an actual thing or is this going to be mind over matter? Well, this will be spiritual uh, breakthrough. Let us put it that way for what it is. This is not about the mind. Let me clarify that the mind is not the same as consciousness. And that spirituality should not be mistaken with spirits and seances and mediums and such. Mm -hmm. Spirituality is the science of consciousness. What is consciousness? It is our fundamental reality, nature and being, the self or the soul or the atma. It is also the universal reality, which is called Brahman in uh, some of the, uh, in, in the Vedas, for instance. Brahman. What is that? Pure consciousness. That is the nature of the ultimate truth, and we are all beings of that, is what we have to realize. That is spirituality. Nothing else. How does spirituality differ from one's religious beliefs? You don't need religion to be spiritual, as many people like to say these days, and partly that's true. One uh, could take uh, religion as a preparation for spirituality or one could say religion is all mumbo-jumbo and side-skirt completely and go to spirituality. This is like going to the PhD program without going to kindergarten. But uh, many people do that and perhaps uh, good luck to them. But my point is spirituality and religion are different things. Religion is about your connection with a God, however conceived. And spirituality is about your connection with your own inner self, which is your consciousness. So the two are very different. You can focus on self-knowledge without getting caught up with God. So, so one has nothing to do with the other. And, but if that is the case, wouldn't everyone on this planet see the, the apparent or the believed importance of what is going to happen on December the 21st, 2012, instead of just a minority of people? Well, that is unfortunate that in this age and time, 
when such great opportunity awaits to, uh, those who want to wake up to these uh, uh, phenomena and prepare mm-hmm. for them in terms of uh, the take of the solar consciousness and the rest. For the rest, uh, uh, unfortunately, people are in a kind of a uh, haze of uh, delusion, uh, caught up in a workaday life which is increasingly stressful. Uh, weekends, uh, you relax. Uh, uh, in whatever way you can, and uh, the uh, thank God it's Friday mentality of uh, working uh, a work-life career that people don't find satisfying is one thing. So they seek uh, relief in entertainment and sports and shopping and whatever. So the world is completely externally focused, and uh, the media and advertisers would have it that way, so, so that you are numbed into uh, day-to-day uh, thrill-seeking or just uh, relief from boredom. Nobody is looking for spiritual knowledge, unfortunately. Nobody cares why we are here and what's going on around us. All right, stand by. We've got to take our commercial break with the news at the bottom of the hour. My name is Rob McConnell. This is the Exxon. Our guest is Dr. Kumar Sharma. The question is, is the end of the world as we know it really such a bad thing? In my books, it is. I'll be back on the other side of this commercial break. As the Exxon continues from our studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Don't go away. Winding your way down Baker Street. Lighting your head and dead on your feet. Well, another crazy day. This is the Exxon Broadcast Network. Broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including... CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. You're listening to the X-Zone Radio Show, live and around the world on the Talkstar Radio Network. X-Zone Broadcast Network. UK High Definition Radio. Euro High Definition Radio. And Star Cable. Our toll-free telephone number worldwide is 1-800-610-7035. Our email address, xzone at xzoneradiotv.com. On MSN Messenger, xzoneradiotv at hotmail.com. And our website, www. .exxoneradiotv.com i 
This is the Exxon. My name is Rob McConnell. We're coming to you from our studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Worldwide toll free, 1-800-610-7035. Email exxon at exxonradiotv.com. On MSN Messenger, TV at hotmail.com. And our website, www.exxonradiotv.com. Dr. Kumar S. Sharma is our special guest. He studied physics and math in India before earning his doctorate at MIT's Sloan School. He worked in research and developed and as a software entrepreneur for 25 years. Along the way, he followed the teachings of the great 20th, 20th century Indian yoga mystic philosopher and poet, Siri. How do you pronounce that name right, sir? Aurobindo. Sri Aurobindo. Okay. Now, I understand something happened to you in 2001 that changed your life. And I was wondering if you could tell us about that. I'll give you a few brief details uh, and save the rest for some other time. I have uh, uh, not uh, divulged too much of that uh, in public. Uh, to uh, briefly answer your question, that morning I was there by the waters, uh, by the banks of the river Ganga, which is very holy for uh, Hindus, mm-hmm. and I had uh, partaken of uh, uh, dipping in the water and meditating on the sun, and then during uh, meditation soon after my morning sun routine, uh, I had always been wondering about how the universe is manifested out of this pure consciousness that we talked about earlier. And I got some very deep uh, insights of the nature of what one might call spiritual knowledge or revelation that answered those questions. And that got me started on to what uh, finally led to the book. So it was that kind of uh, knowledge from within, we call it. It is revealed knowledge that comes in a state of meditation, and I happen to be properly tuned that day for this to happen. How does your belief in spirituality conflict, or, or how does it get along with your scientific side? Well, you know what, I, have, uh, I, I find that there is no problem between science and spirituality the way I understand both. Science is the quest for knowledge of the uh, world through empirical uh, collection of data mm-hmm. and testing and validation and probing. It is the, uh, the way of knowing the world from the outside in. So there are objects to be known and we go probing and we look inside and there you find something. So that is one way of knowledge that is called the scientific method. This is good for getting to know about what atoms are and what cells are and what particles are and what galaxies are. And I have studied and appreciated and continue to admire how much we can know about all this sitting here, about what's happening in some black hole or at the farthest end of the galaxy. The human mind is astonishing, and the scientific knowledge we have is uh, also equally astounding, and we take it for granted. I am a great admirer of that tradition, so I have nothing against science. In your, Spirituality, in, in your opinion, what are some of the everyday simple things that people can do to begin their own spiritual evolution? Oh, oh that's a great question. I think the first thing we have to do is cultivate the awareness that we are not the body or the mind, that the real I or the self or the being is pure awareness or a witness to all the activity that is going on through us. If we cultivate this 
awareness about who we are as beings of pure uh, uh, pure uh, consciousness within us in the self this is spiritual knowledge at its deepest it is the first step and uh, there are other things one can do after but this is the immediate goal of spiritual knowledge and evolution i would say everybody needs to uh, get over this uh, fixation that i am the body you are not the body because you can say uh, this body so already the i is dissociated from the body similarly you can think about yourself thinking so you are not the th- thoughts you are the thinker of the thoughts and even the thinker beyond the thinker just the witness to the thought this is the first step and this also is not just about who you are you also realize that the same consciousness is playing itself out through everybody around you so that immediately gives us a reason to be kind to each other because we are all beings of the same ocean of consciousness we are different bubbles in that ocean are so we... if we cultivate this kind of a knowledge and awareness about who we are and everybody else being Uh, same bubble bubbles of uh, form in the ocean of consciousness we are all divine creatures of that bliss and joy that is that consciousness our life becomes joyous and we stop fighting we stop competing life becomes joyous in the living in the moment tell me do you think that we're alone in the universe are we the only planet that sustains life as we know it oh not at all why should we have that arrogance there is life everywhere uh, bounding in the bounding mm-hmm. because we know now that uh, it's an, it's amazing to me that scientists are constantly being surprised they'll first say oh there aren't other planetary systems similar to ours somehow they'll conclude that and then 5 years later some magellan or some new telescope goes somewhere and boom before you know it wow there are planets out there mm-hmm. what is this of course everything you see here is infinitely elsewhere So yes there is life elsewhere uh, life of all forms elsewhere and not only that the life is also there in dimensions beyond the physical in a higher forms of uh, uh, beings uh, which are not so material as we think of them so yes life is profuse and uh, prolific all around the how does taking care of this planet relate to spiritualism i think we are now beings of great uh, angst and uh, we think of dystopian futures we are disconnected from nature mm-hmm. our food is the most toxic in terms of its effect on the planet and on ourselves uh, i have to point out that food comes with karma every bit of whatever we put in our mouth has a trail of karma from the land where it comes the chemicals that were put in the farmers that were exploited the middlemen who looted and the later people who had adulterated that food and then processed it and put it on your table and the cook and all the rest involved so food carries karma if people ate with proper awareness of that mm-hmm. i think uh, we would be very kind to the planet and we would be very careful about what we eat that would be one act of restoring the earth and without the earth being restored we are not going to be happy beings to think of spiritual evolution So the first order of business is to take care of the mess we have made on the planet which means an earth consciousness a warrior spiritual warriors for the earth to be restored and rejuvenated and uh, uh, stop the plundering that is incessantly going on without doing that what are we going to do escape from the earth no sri aurobindo told us that uh, we have to divinize our life 
on this planet, in this body, in this lifetime. So we are not going to take off on spaceships and colonize Mars. Not immediately anyway. It might be in the cards uh, maybe 300 years from now. But for now, our path is we need to get our act together at the Earth level in terms of our relationships and taking care of the Earth as stewards and not at looking to mine more gold and oil and lumber and timber. Do you really... Do you really think that we can still save the planet, or have we done too much to turn everything around? Well, we are at a cusp, Rob. We are mm-hmm. at a cusp where we are given the choice now to wake up. See, we have to understand our current status as uh, homo sapiens. We are juveniles in the chain of evolution. Sri Aurobindo said man is a transitional being, meaning that we are not the pinnacle of human evolution. We are purely mental beings with a lot of physical uh, gravitational pull to uh, the physical body and the attractions of the world around us. We are mental beings. We are now learning to think, and but we are still drawn by the physical. And beyond us is the spiritual. So we have to evolve from the mental being to the supramental. So that is the trajectory of evolution that uh, yogis like Sri Aurobindo and the mother and others have shown us. So we are not here to just sit here sit here and just uh, do a nine-to-five job five days a week and relax in the weekends and uh, before you know it, your life is over and pass on. Uh, That is to miss the whole joy of our being here, which is to evolve consciously. Unless we do that, we will destroy our culture and civilization along with the planet and we'll be written off as a failed uh, experiment in the footnotes of uh, the evolution in this part of the solar system. End of story. Evolve or die, as uh, somebody in the book uh, put it, in the age of Ananda. So, basically, what is our purpose on this planet? Why are we here? We are here to know our yeah, ourselves primarily as beings of consciousness through this process of spiritual discovery and knowledge through meditation, mm-hmm. which anybody can do. So, it is not mumbo-jumbo because if you sit and do the due diligence, the experience will come. The knowledge reveals itself. It is luminous knowledge. I don't have to tell you you are aware of yourself. We are aware of who we are, except that this awareness is mixed up with our body and our mind. If we extract the body and the mind and look within, that is that pure awareness. This is common to all of us, so we don't need to argue about that. And we have to just discover that and use that as the basis for self-culture in terms of how we relate with ourselves and the planet. And that is how we have to evolve. That is conscious evolution. So we are at that time. So unless we do that, what are we going to do? We will just kill ourselves trying to find a few jobs that are not there. But if you if you don't have a job, you can't pay your bills. If you can't pay your bills, you can't live. You can't buy food. You oh, can't oh yeah, pay yeah, the yeah. hydro. So is, isn't it a necessity that we take care of ourselves and that reality first and then spirituality? Well, I would put it this way. Um, Yes, for a lot of people, without uh, the, the, a job and a paycheck, it's a difficult existence. Sure. They don't have savings or things, the luxury of uh, uh, being unemployed. So I am not addressing people in that kind of a need situation. But that being said, I am saying that a lot of jobs are, uh, people are in situations where they are not happy with their jobs, but they continue doing work because they don't know anything else to do. And they may not really have a need to be working or they could work less, 
but now people work as if it's a habit. I think people work too much. This obsession with uh, 24/7 work and jobs is uh, suicidal. We should work less and have more leisure. The Europeans had a good model, but now the American model is going there and killing that. This work-driven, 24/7 competitive rat race. Who is having a good time doing any of this? You tell me. And why do we continue perpetuating the insanity? We've got to call the bluff and get off this crazy bandwagon. But if you get off the bandwagon, you fail. No, you don't fail. You create your own com- community of living differently. Oh, so and we should all so we should all go back around. to being hippies, living in communes, huh? and you know holding well, hands and saying goodbye. That's not a bad idea. Out. Maybe at that time it didn't work out, but a more mature approach to commune living, Is, uh, community living, uh, joyous evol- evolutionary groups. And sustainable societies will be the way of the. But but isn't it isn't it saying that we're by shirking off our responsibilities that that we do not appreciate what we have and that without the responsibilities of working, getting a paycheck, paying your taxes, being part of society, that you're looking at a utopian existence that doesn't exist. Well, I'm, I'm talking about an utopian existence that we used to have till recently, and it is within our grasp to recover if we don't let go of it totally in this obsession with the current world as a given. Why should it be a given that uh, you have to fight for uh, 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 three days to take care of somebody who is sick? Why should people have to think of working forever because there is no medical insurance? Uh, why should uh, medical coverage in any country of the world be such a big deal? Where is the money going? And if you didn't have to worry about your day-to-day insurance, and if you are uh, if you are comfortable in terms of your immediate needs, you should consider working less and not more, and see how the remaining time you can contribute to society. Oh, so and I don't mean grandiose things. You do something for your community: clean up the streets, plant some trees. I mean, everybody complains everything is a mess, but uh, why? Because nobody cares. Why? Because they're busy working or entertaining themselves endlessly. You know, I think this order of insanity has to change. There you know, are no we, we started we started off on a phys- uh, on a on a philosophical, spiritual note, and we're heading into politics now. Oh yeah, it's all interrelated. Why should we separate them? It's all in the flow. Stand by. We've got to take our final break. Exxon Nation, the question asked earlier today is, is the end of the world as we know it such a bad thing or really a bad thing? Well, I don't know. I, I kind of like the world the way it is. I think that if you're not part of the solution, you're part of the problem. And in my experience, my many years' experience on this planet, if you don't take positive action, nothing comes. I'm sorry I don't believe in the... The old ways, I believe in the new way, and that the only difference between a dream and reality is making it happen. I'll be back with our guest this hour, Dr. Kumar Sharma, on the other side of this break. Whatever you do, don't go away. We'll be right back. This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. 
For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. Did you know that when you're on the road with limited data or Wi-Fi, you can still listen to the X-Zone Radio Show with Rob McConnell, The Science of Magic with Gwilda Wiaka, X-1, Dimension X, Space Patrol, and every minute of the X-Zone Broadcast Network by calling 213-401-0080, courtesy of Audio Now. No smartphone, app, or internet needed. It saves your data plan and it's free if you have unlimited minutes. Call 213-401-0080 to listen on any phone, anytime, anywhere. Remember 213-401-0080 for the best of the paranormal, parapsychology, and sci-fi radio programming anywhere, 24-7-365. Our guest this hour, uh, Dr. Kumar S. Sharma. He is the author of The Age of Anada. His website is www.ageofanada.net. That's www.ageofanada.net. That's www.ageofanada.net. A-G-E-O-F-A-N-A-N-D-A.net. First of all, Doctor, thanks very much for joining us. It's been a it's been a good hour. I've thoroughly enjoyed my conversation with you. Well, what would you like to leave the Exo Nation with tonight? Uh, to continue on what we were uh, talking about earlier, I think we have to rethink uh, radically the basic question that you asked: uh, Why are we here? Mm-hmm. And I think we have to recognize that we are not here to just uh, pass through life briefly and just maximize our personal gain and uh, be gone. Uh, that uh, there is a, a purpose to our existence and that knowledge comes after we know who we are as spiritual beings. So self-knowledge leads to knowledge of our purpose. And then we align ourselves with what we do and how we relate with the world in the light of that knowledge and that discovery of our purpose. Only then are we really conscious beings who are really contributing mm-hmm. in a joyous way to the script of this unfolding universe. Otherwise, I think uh, we will uh, fail to capture the spirit of this special time where the, this discovery is waiting to be made 
because of the special solar influence that is the age of solar consciousness dawning so i would say that people should wake up to the uh, the bliss of pure consciousness through the light of the sun uh, think of the sun in whatever way you can and ponder what what it might be and does for you uh, meditate on the sun uh, and that will uh, open the floodlights to all other kinds of beautiful things in this year of the sun Doctor, thank you very much for joining us. It's been a great pleasure. Let our listeners know how they can get a copy of your book and give them your website one more time, please. Yes. Uh, the website is uh, uh, the three W's and then the, uh, the title of the book, Age of mm-hmm. Ananda, A-N-A-N-D-A, Ananda. So ageofananda.net. And I have their excerpts from the book that people can download or read and also some, uh, I've recently done uh, some uh, blog talk radios uh, on what is consciousness and the special significance of this time and uh, the yoga of Sri Aurobindo and the mother. All of those are at the website. Uh, so I invite anybody interested to come there and take a look. All right, sir. Thank, thank you very you, much Rob, for joining us. being on your show. You take care of yourself, sir. Exonation, once thank again, you. our guest this hour has been Dr. Kurma Sharma. He's the author of The Age of Ananda. Website www.ageofanda.net. I'll be back on the other side of this commercial break with the news at six and a half minutes past as the Exxon continues from our studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Once again, if you'd like to visit our website, www.exxonradiotv.com. My name is Rob McConnell. I'll be back on the other side of this break. Don't go away.